All right, everyone. Welcome back into another PGA DFS video. My name is Air Paul Zim with 9 to 5 Sports. Going to be getting into the Zozo Championship. Now, yes, it is a no-cut event, so that does suck. But at the same time, no-cut events have been a little bit easier as of late. That's just because you studs and duds it. You pay it for the studs on the top, hit those guys, and find the one or two value plays that go off. And I think we might have a couple of those. So stay tuned. We'll get into the top picks here. If you guys enjoy this video, make sure to give a like and subscribe. That does help with the channel, especially right now during NFL season where golf content isn't consumed as much you guys know i love it i know you guys love it that are watching as well you know help us or help me help help you guys all right so let's get into the pick so starting off it's tough not to love xander shoffley this week xander you know he's the gold medalist in japan at the tokyo olympics so we can start off with that and he has played well at this tournament in the past somewhat okay last year finished 28th now Two years ago, in 2020, the COVID year, they did play this at a different course, but I would say it was a somewhat similar course. So course history, I'm still looking at the last three years because it's going to be tournament history more so, but I'm still looking at that. Had a 17th place finish there, and then also had a top 10 finish three years ago at this tournament. So he is someone that I do like. You look at his recent form, it is the best in the field. Now finishing fourth, third, 57th at the FedEx St. Jude, 15th and first. Okay, we like that there from him. Stat fit wise, top five stat fit in the field and what we're looking at for stat fits this week is it's more general stats we're looking at that effective scoring which is that nine to five stat which is kind of just predictive in terms of good golf played is pretty much what we're measuring there we're also going to be looking at stroke scan total par five scoring uh birdie or better percentage and a little bit of birdie to bogey ratio as well uh, you guys will see that on the slides below as well kind of what we're looking at for this week so yeah just xander he's an elite play and at 10.8 just not priced up enough he is someone that certainly should go out and go low i love him as a play and then you got hideki kind of the hometown boy here uh won this tournament last year finished second at this tournament three years ago when it was played you know at that same location he is someone that i personally love we look at the specialist stats xander's number two and typically i don't like to look at that but when we don't have enough data big enough sample size i do like to look at specialists and especially for a unique course and tournament like this one i like to see that hideki is the number one specialist in the field so we like that obviously strong course history recent form you know pretty solid as well top 10 in the field could be a little bit better i guess he's lacked upside as of recent um we have to go pretty far back at least five months to see you know that third place finish and then four months ago at least a fourth place finish so you know the tour championship 11th there that's not all that great 20 or you know top 25 finish at the Fortnite championship that's good enough one bad round you know he's going to want to play well okay we shouldn't have to worry about any injuries with him as well fingers crossed i hope i didn't jinx him he's a player that i like a lot you can certainly fit him into your builds from there if you guys want to roll with tom Kim, he has certainly been a stud um he's kind of ruining the small sample size update that i pushed for this uh direct part of the season uh because i didn't want too many people or players with small sample sizes coming in there so he actually ranks out third best in recent form first in staff fit rank and top 26 in specialists he's actually like the top staff fit in a bunch of the key stats that we're looking at this week small sample size ranking being factored in though he only ranks out 20th in the field and i do that because other players not named not named tom kim are not going to do that well with their small sample sizes the run that he's been on has been phenomenal if you guys want to continue to roll with him i get it for sure i actually like sun uh sun jm a little bit more it's tough not to love sun jm Whew, i mean look at this form guys second 15th second second or 12th sorry second second i mean he has just been playing some phenomenal golf he finished third at this event the last time he was here three years ago and then 31st you know 
the COVID year. We're not too crazy about that, but whatever. Top five specialists in the field, the second best staff in the field. You know, Son Jam is a player that I absolutely love. For me, you guys will see that once again on the slideshow below. I am pretty much just going Sun JM, Hideki, or Xander in most of my builds. You know, maybe two of them in most of my builds if I can make that work. And honestly, guys, do I have to do the slideshow? Sure, I guess we'll just do the stinger real quick. Sun JM, core play. Hideki Matsuyama, core play. Xander Shoffley, core play. Okay, we got the three core plays. And yes, I know they're the highest priced players on the slate. It's a no cut event. We're fine with that. We can pay up for those guys. I have high confidence in those guys. Like I had high confidence in Sun JM and Patrick Cantley last week. That's how I feel about these golfers as well this week. So from there, I certainly like Cameron Young. You know, he is someone that we know has been due for a victory for a while. Okay, he has been playing some great golf and he still is a strong play. Overall, Cameron Young is the third best staff in the field, 13th best in recent form rank, and top six specialist overall ranking out top 10 in the 9 to 5 model. If you are choosing not to pay up for one of those guys, maybe you don't want to play Hideki, then I would suggest Cameron Young. I think he has just as much upside as any one of those guys, just as not as safe, you know? A player that should be safe is going to be Corey Connors. Now, kind of getting to that mid tier price point tier. Corey Connors has played well at this tournament in the past, uh, eighth place finish in the COVID year and then sixth place finished three years ago. Uh, he is a top 10 staff fit, ranking out top 12 or better in all the key stats that we're looking at. The only issue with Corey Connors is that he's coming off of that miscut there at the Fortnite Championship where he had that bad second round. Sometimes you just chalk that up to a bad round, you know. I'm not too worried about it. He had been a golfer that had been playing some great golf. You always do kind of worry about golfers coming into the season off of their first event too as well. I'm not saying they're rusty because it's not that big of a gap, but at the same time, the playoffs are a whole different mentality compared to the start of the season. I'm not too worried about that. If he's making the trip here to play in this tournament, I think he's going to be geared up to play well. So he's a guy that ranks out top five in the nine to five mile. I think he's a great play at his price point. Should be a safe play as well. And then Keegan Bradley. This is kind of weird. It's kind of ugly. I'm not going to lie, but Keegan Bradley has finished seventh and 13th at this course. That is strong course history. Overall top 10 in the field course history rank. Staff it wise could be better. Okay. Ranks out only top 25 in the field. Staff it wise, nothing alarming, nothing terrible. He's about 50% or better in all the key stats that we're looking at, but we would like that to be better. Uh, recent form wise, that's really where he's hurting us is that his recent form has not been great, especially the further you go back. Although his first start this season was a top five finish. So once again, like early on in the PGA season, it's tough to predict. I was looking at some deep dive data from the 9 to 5 database, and actually, recent form this month is the least predictive by a huge margin rather than any other point of the season. So that's kind of crazy to me. So, like, we don't have to go crazy with recent form because we see players randomly flip it on. Like Keegan Bradley, he's a play that I don't mind as well. And then from there, like you guys know, I've been playing Scott Stallings a lot. I've been betting on him a lot. You know, he's he's come through for top 20 bets. I need to come through for a victory. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm playing around with the idea of betting him outright this week, but I probably won't. I do like the kind of course history narratives for players, and he's not the best specialist, only 27th in the field specialist-wise, but I was looking at golfers that play well on short tracks. He was top five in the field um, at, as like a short track specialist. So he does have that going for him. We look at the stats, guys. He is pretty dominant staff fit wise. Strokes gain total ranks out fifth in the field over his last 10 starts. Effective scoring ranks out top 10 in the field. Uh, par five scoring ranks out top 10 over the last 10 starts. Birdie or better percentage over the last five starts. Third, uh, you know, he's just really looking good. Um, recent form, 13th, 29th, second, you know, good stuff there. Um, 
he's just a play that I like. Top 10 in the field. You know, if you are trying to save some salary, he is the play that I'd like to go for. Once again, though, I don't see the point in doing that. I'm trying to studs and duds this thing. So I'm definitely thinking about going back to the well with Andrew Putnam, who has, he made me look good last week. I appreciate that, buddy. Made me look good at the Sanderson Farms, even though he only finished, you know, 30th. At at his price points, he's been the correct play. Uh, He's been playing well thus far, okay? Seventh best specialist in the field as well. We love that. Sixth best recent form in the field. He's the top 11 play this week or top 12 play in the nine to five model like he was last week. And last week we saw him finish top 12. Okay. He's just simply mispriced. He has played this tournament twice, not good results, 39th and 59th. That's not great, but I do love the fact that he has played this tournament twice. That is highly appealing to me. And at 7.6, that's pretty cheap for a guy that's coming in top 10 in recent form rank, top 10 specialist and top 12 in the 95 model. That's a play that I really like. That's one of those plays where just given the price point, we know it's the correct play. Most of the time that play comes through, it just seems like when it doesn't, uh, it just kind of finally breaks, if that makes sense, where he's just been a good play, a solid play for a while, and maybe he just has one bad round. I don't see that coming. I think he's going to be a strong play for us this week. And then kind of surprisingly, I like Kirk Kitayama. So he did finish seventh at the Italian Open, did miss the cut last week, uh, had a 19th place finish at the BMW Championship, finished 32nd at the uh, DP Tour. BMW PGA Championship, strange naming. Don't don't let me get started on that. But he's been someone that has kind of shown some upside randomly. He's not someone that you're crazy about, not someone that you're loving either. From the stats that we do have, he does rank out, you know, top 15 stat fit wise with the small sample size a little bit with him. Staff it wise, he does rank out top 20 in the nine to five mile. Does seem like somewhat of a misprice. Seems like someone that could go off at this tournament, at this course, kind of given the lower caliber of field that we get once it starts getting lower. And then we got two players in the value tier price point range that are kind of popping up to me. I like Sam Ryder. Uh, I shouldn't say I like him. I think he's a fine value play if you have to go that route. Finished seventh at this event last year, and that's really all we're we're seeing. Okay. Is that enough? Maybe. You know, he's been okay on tour as of recent. 29th place finish or 28th place finish last week. DraftKings doesn't have that updated, by the way, just yet. Slow. Everything's slow during the NFL season. Even like the PJ Tour was slow getting their date out. Strange. But 45th place finish. Had one bad round at the Fortnite Championship where he missed the cut. Uh 51st, 61st. Like he's been playing good enough golf to the point where I think he'll be able to pay off this price point. So at 6.6, we get a guy that had a seventh place finish. I like him as a, a as a play. And then I don't want to butcher the name, but Takumi Kanaya, I believe that's how you say it. Terrible recent form, guys. It is just bad. He's one of the worst in the field in recent form rank. Really bad. Really, really bad. Okay. He finished seventh at this event last year. Obviously has the Japan ties there. Um, 41st at the, you know, COVID one two years ago, just as price point, like, I don't know. I don't love it. Okay. But like you could see it, the familiarity of the, the course courses around it, him making a top 50% finish. I don't love it, but you know, we're struggling to find value plays. He could be someone that I could talk myself into. Once again, don't want to butcher any names, but this gentleman finished top 20 last year and they're showing it right here. 18th place finish. If you're searching for something, I guess you could go with him. Like, I don't love it, but once again, Japan ties played well last year at this tournament. Maybe you want to go that route. And that's really the biggest issue that I have this week. We know that we want to go studs and duds, but it is tougher to make a good build work. But as you guys can see, I still have an average salary leftover of 7.3. So by going Sam Ryder, who should be able to finish top 50%, given his price point, we could be forced into like some okay plays. Like Stefan Nagler at his price point, I'm fine with it. You could plug him in there and then you got 7.5 leftover. You could go Kirk Kitayama if you want to go that route. I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, 
Oop, not Aaron Ryan. Kidiyama. And there it is. You know, that's an okay first look build. We get like my three favorite plays in there or two, two of my three favorite plays in there, plus a really cheap Andrew Putnam, a two cheap Andrew Putnam. And we're feeling pretty good about the build. All right. But that's all I have for you guys for this video. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, you know what to do. Give me that like and subscribe. If you guys want to join nine to five nation, uh, the best value in PGA DFS for a membership, it really just takes the next step for you, for your DFS game. It's a simple approach to make you a better, you know, PGA DFS player. That's really my goal. It's curated data for you guys. $10 a month, get out there and join it. Also available with it is all the typical golf stuff that you guys saw in the slideshow down below during this video, but also included is going to be the NFL lineup optimizer as well as the NFL cheat sheet. Okay. But that's all I have for you guys. Let's have a good week. And as always, let's keep cash.